This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at Ravinia.org. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Chicago City Council members are weighing whether there should be more limits on having jobs outside of their aldermanic duties. An older person has proposed banning some avenues for city council members to earn outside income, like any work related to real estate developments in the city. Steve Berlin is with the city's Board of Ethics. He says there are pros and cons to a full ban on outside employment like Los Angeles. Following the lead of Los Angeles would indeed send a clear message, but it could also put a damper on activities that pose no significant ethics risks. Alderperson Brendan Riley says he would be open to discussing more limits, but cautioned against a blanket ban. To just throw the baby out with the bathwater because we have some corrupt colleagues here who can't honor their oath, I think is a shame. We don't need to swat a fly with a nuclear weapon here. There hasn't been a vote on the proposed ordinance. A candidate in the Democratic primary to replace Cook County State's attorney Kim Fox is raising more funds than the person endorsed by the party. Former appellate judge Eileen O'Neill Burke this week reported donations raising her total to nearly $400,000. That's about 8% more than the Democratic pick. Public policy professor Clayton Harris III. WBEZ found O'Neill Burke received more than $20,000 tied to Citadel a hedge fund founded by billionaire Republican donor Ken Griffin. Another thousand came from a former prosecutor who took confessions from murder suspects after their alleged torture by Chicago Police Commander John Burge. Donations to Harris included nearly $24,000 tied to former Illinois State Senator Heather Staines. Today is the first day of Chicago Restaurant Week. The annual celebration of food and dining is marking its 17th year. And for 17 days, foodies can enjoy deals on meals at more than 400 eateries across town. Food and culture writer Brenda Storch told WBEZ's The Rundown that Chicago's cultural diversity is what makes its food scene so unique. We're so lucky in Chicago to to have so many cultures converging and have the availability of ingredients and experiences. People who cannot go back to their countries will find uh, that memory in, you know, a dish that they will find uh, nearby. Restaurant Week runs through February 4th. And you can find a full list of participating restaurants at ChooseChicago.com. Many Chicago area students were stuck inside this week due to winter weather. When kids are forced indoors, parents can struggle to keep them engaged. Lurie Children's Hospital psychologist Lauren Potoff says active activities are a good place to start. For example, cooking a family meal, building an obstacle course, or practicing yoga. As for screen time, she advises... Use screens as a reward or something that they can earn after doing other activities. Potoff says to check in with kids if they're self-isolating and to be mindful of their need to connect with others. Setting up some time to touch base with friends or family members by phone or by video chat. She says to try to establish a routine that kids can stick with for multiple days. We'll have more on the weather coming up here in a bit, but first, some quick things you should know. The Chicago Transit Authority closed out last year with more than 2,200 new hires. 
This includes about 140 rail flaggers, the required entry-level position for anyone interested in becoming a train operator. Speaking at yesterday's monthly board meeting, CTA President Dorval Carter defended the agency's lengthy hiring process for train operators. He said it's required by the union and ensures train operators are thoroughly prepared. He was responding to a recent op-ed in the Chicago Tribune that suggested the agency expedite the training so that they can fill vacancies that have led to less train service. Today's weather. Chicagoans are waking up to fresh snow on the ground, but we're going to bed with Arctic air. The National Weather Service says another brief shot of freezing cold is coming to the region tonight. Wind chills of 15 below to 25 below zero are expected west of the Fox River. It will be closer to 6 below in Chicago. Temperatures will start to rise on Sunday, reaching the upper 30s by midweek. Later today, my Rundown co-host Aaron Allen asked two local food writers about the trends we can expect in Chicago this year during this year's Restaurant Week. We know next year is going to be all about live fire cooking, I think. I've seen a lot of soup talk, and I love it because it's very foundational. Because the costs of running a restaurant are increasing significantly, we're going to see a lot of cost-cutting measures. They also talked about some restaurants you should check out anytime this year. That conversation is today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend.